Immersive technology has long been thought of as something that is primarily used by gamers and other entertainment applications. Billions of dollars have been spent on advancing the components that make up the technology, but it is still considered niche. Is it a technology that is in search of an application or just a killer app? To help me answer that question, I have with me today Mark Sage, the Executive Director of the Augmented Reality for Enterprise Alliance, or AREA. Visit mauser.com slash empowering dash innovation to listen to the full episode. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. This is a show about space, science, and tech, and I'm your host, Will Walden. In this episode, we're going to be talking about potential alien life that was detected on Venus. Well, not on Venus, in the atmosphere of Venus. So scientists have said on Monday, that's today, they've detected in the acidic clouds of Venus phosphine. So this phosphine could indicate that microbes may inhabit Earth's inhospitable neighbor, a tantalizing sign of potential life beyond our home planet of Earth. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, how can life live in the atmosphere? Well, we're not quite sure how it can live in the atmosphere. It's microbial, so it's tiny, and we're not sure exactly if it is alien life or not, because they're just signs that things on Earth that create phosphine could possibly be the same things that create life in the atmosphere of Venus. So the researchers didn't actually discover life forms, but bacteria here on Earth that uh, thrive in oxygen-starved environments. It could possibly be the same sort of uh, bacteria that's in the Venus atmosphere. Jane Greaves of Cardiff University in Wales, the lead author of the research paper, said, I was very surprised, stunned, in fact, and the existence of extraterrestrial life uh, has been one of the big questions of science for a very long time. And scientists have used probes and telescopes to seek out biosignatures, which are indirect signs of life on other planets and moons, uh, like throughout our solar system and exoplanets, etc. So this is a huge deal. This is the first time that we actually have possible real proof that there may be microbes living on or in the atmosphere on the planet or in the atmosphere of another planet. And Venus isn't that far away. We can send a probe. We have sent probes to Venus numerous times. So there's a possibility we could get a new NASA probe or an ESA probe, or maybe we could get a JAXA probe to go to Venus and scoop up some of this and bring it back to Earth so we can check it out or scoop it up with a uh, with some sort of a space plane, so to speak that has a, uh, a lab on board. So we have the lab on Mars, the Mars rovers, they have labs on them. We could possibly do the same thing for this sort of phosphine in the Venus atmosphere. So 
Uh, Clara Sosa Silva says, with what we currently know of Venus, the most plausible explanation for phosphine, as fantastical as it may sound, is life. Clara is from the MIT Molecular Astrophysicist uh, Department. And uh, Sousa, that's Clara, said, I should emphasize that life as an explanation for our discovery should be, as always, the last resort. So it's possible that this phosphine could be because of activity on the planet of Venus, not actually from aliens. So she said, this is important because if it is phosphine and if it is life, it means that we are not alone. This is the big question, right? Everybody looks up in the nice guy and wonders, hey, are there other things out there? Is it just us down here? Us and, you know, all the other things on Earth or other planets out there that are circling around stars? Uh, do they have other things that live there? And it's possible that Venus could be one of those places. And uh, Clara goes on to say, it also means that life itself must be very common and there must be many other inhabited planets throughout our galaxy if this is true. So phosphine is a phosphorus atom with three hydrogen, hydrogen atoms attached. It's highly toxic to people. That's why we can't just send an astronaut to Venus's atmosphere to scoop this up. We need to send um, a probe. Earth-based telescope, like those used in this research, help scientists study the chemistry and other characteristics of celestial ob objects. And phosphine was seen at 20 parts per billion in the atmosphere of Venus, which is a trace concentration. Research has examined potential non-biological sources, such as volcanism, meteorites, lightning, and various types of chemical reactions, but none appeared viable. And the research continues to either confirm the presence of life or find and alternative explanation. So they're going to check out other ways that this phosphine could be made on or in the atmosphere of Venus. So, you know, Venus is close to Earth. It's our closest planetary neighbor and similar in structure, but it's a little bit smaller than Earth. It's the second planet from the sun. Earth is the third and Venus is wrapped in a thick, toxic atmosphere that traps heat in. Surface temperatures on Venus reach 880 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 471 degrees Celsius. And that's hot enough to melt lead. It's very hot there. You could not survive there. I could not survive there. Nothing from this planet that's living could survive there. Even probes that we've sent there have burned up. They've been demolished once they landed. So something that's living in the clouds, basically, in the atmosphere of Venus... Uh, it must be very used to this hostile environment. And, you know, if you look at the bottom of the ocean, there's those heat vents, right? So we have heat vents at the bottom of the ocean. A lot of activity going on down there. Super hot. But could you imagine that in a whole planet? 880 degrees Fahrenheit, 471 degrees Celsius. Down there under the ocean, there are microbes living. There are little tiny life forms down there. And in the atmosphere of uh, Venus, it's possible highly possible now, now that this data came out, that there's similar bacteria or microbes in the atmosphere of Venus. So uh, I can only speculate on what life might survive on Venus. If indeed it is there, no life would be able to survive on the surface of Venus because it is completely inhospitable. So what I was saying before, we can't live there. We would burn up. Even for biochemistry is completely different from ours. That's a really hot 880 degrees Fahrenheit. It's extremely hot. But a long time ago, Venus could have had life. Um, 
and we think we theorize that there was a runaway greenhouse effect that left the majority of the planet completely inhospitable. So now we have to figure out if it's microorganisms, they could have access to sunlight and water and may live in liquid droplets to stop themselves from dehydrating in the atmosphere. Uh, but they need some sort of uncommon mechanism to protect themselves against the corrosion by acid. And we're not sure what that is. And on Earth, microorganisms in anaerobic environments, ecosystems that do not rely on oxygen, produce phosphate. And these include sewage plants, swamps, rice fields, marshlands, lake sediments, and the excrements and intestinal tracts of many animals. And phosphine also arises non-biologically in certain industrial settings. We can either make it, we can produce it, or it can live and be produced in all those things that I said before. And to produce phosphine, earth bacteria take up phosphate from minerals or biological materials and add hydrogen to it. So Venus should be hostile to phosphine. Its surface and atmosphere are rich in oxygen compounds that would rapidly recreate or react with and destroy phosphine. But something must be creating the phosphine on Venus as fast as it is being destroyed. Um, so we're not sure what that is. Is it life that continuously creates new life? Or is it something on the surface of the planet or in the atmosphere of the planet that's continuing to create phosphine? This is the closest we've ever been to life outside of Earth. This is a huge, huge deal. Fortunately, though, we can send a robot there. We may need a new probe to verify life in Venus's atmosphere. And it's right next door. It's really close. So we can literally just go there and check it out. So I want to say thanks to everybody who has been listening to this podcast. You can give it a thumbs up if you want to. Give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Please give it a, a good review. That really helps. Really do appreciate that. Um, also just subscribe that really helps a ton too. I know I don't put a lot of these things out there, but when I do, I hope you enjoy them. Uh, my name is Will Walden, by the way, and I am the host of the space news pod. You can also catch me on YouTube, youtube.com slash space news pod. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I do appreciate your time and I hope you found this enjoyable. And I really hope we find the evidence that shows that there's actually life on Venus. Thanks everybody. Take care. And I will see you soon. Want to tell your employees or clients how much you appreciate them? Stand out from the competition with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever for appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year for a job well done. For every member of your team, share your warmth. Show them you care with Minky Couture Luxury Blankets, the best gift ever. Shop now at softminkyblankets.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.